Hello, everybody, and welcome to Ask the CEO with Avraham Gatile. Today, I'd like to introduce a very special guest. He's the general manager of the industry experiences team at Microsoft, a group that helps partners drive technology innovation, moving to the Microsoft Azure cloud and enabling online sales by using the Microsoft commercial marketplace as a new distribution model. As part of this discussion, we will share how a partnership with Microsoft, the use of the Azure Cloud platform and services, and the commercial marketplace empower Microsoft partners to innovate while scaling and growing their business. It is my pleasure to welcome Paul Marr. Welcome, Paul. Hey, thanks so much. It's great to be here. Yeah, it's great having you. This is your uh, second appearance on Ask the CEO. I always enjoy speaking with you. Oh, thanks so much. Yeah, I appreciate the opportunity to come back. And, you know, it's uh, the, the first time we got to chat was, was fun. And I'm sure uh, today will be uh, equally as enjoyable. Yeah, absolutely. So talking about enjoyable topics, you know, we all love talking about cloud. Uh, cloud is a big buzzword nowadays and everyone's jumping on the cloud bandwagon. However, the benefit of building solutions in the cloud is not just about technology innovation, but also the ROI from a business perspective. As someone who manages a team focused on industry, can you share some more information on the business ROI of building solutions in the cloud? Yeah, really good question. And so a little, just a little bit of background on me as well, just to sort of date myself a little bit, but hopefully add some reinforcement to maybe some of the, the assertions I make. So I mean, I joined uh, Microsoft UK actually in 2005. Um, and back then I was actually talking about this thing called the cloud. And, spending a lot of time actually talking to analysts about cloud being the future. Of course, you fast forward to today, um, you know, I've had the, the opportunity to work with many uh, customers and partners worldwide uh, on their move to the cloud and uh, this thing we, we know and love called digital transformation. So um, certainly have a probably a good level of experience of working um, kind of across industries and working on varying types of solutions on moving to the cloud. But, you know, what I thought would be interesting to share as well is, you know, kind of some of the things I, I hear and then we'll, we'll talk to sort of the, the business kind of return on investment as well. But just, just some interesting stats to level set the kind of the why cloud and the motivation to move to cloud. So some of the, the driving forces, if you will, at a macro level. So, you know, if you were listen to some of our friends from the analysts, um, they'll talk to things like data growing to, 44 zettabytes by uh, 2020 and uh, 163 zettabytes annually by 2025. So that's just, you know, kind of a huge, huge number. And then the second thing I talked to, of course, having all this data, and we'll talk a little bit about kind of cloud and cloud becoming much more of a commodity and making uh, sort of business opportunity more accessible, is driving meaningful insights on top of that data. So analytics. So again, sort of analytics is expected by 2020 to, to be, a $200 billion global market. So that's that's huge. And then finally, just in terms of just level setting, uh, again, sort of what we're hearing from the market and what our, our analyst friends are saying is that, you know, kind of in 2020, we're expecting to see around a trillion dollars, a trillion dollars in IT spend that's that's related to to cloud. So in terms of sort of to your, to your point about sort of ROI, um, you know, I always say that, you know, the, the, the biggest and most successful projects I've worked on have been led by business need versus technology and innovation. Um, and so, you know, really sort of thinking about the move to cloud 
um, you know, kind of being sold in terms of the motivation and the need, whether that it be uh, moving existing solutions to the cloud, so, so sort of what we'd call brownfield uh, sort of uh, projects, or even greenfield projects, sort of net new projects that are born in the cloud. Um, you know, it's good to know kind of what's the motivator, what's the business reason behind that. And so, you know, some of the things that I think, you know, holistically, when you think about the, the business value, um, that you know, certainly I would look for as a senior executive and, and certainly the, the companies and customers I work with, what they're looking for in terms of the, the business benefits of moving to the cloud is things like you know, operational agility. You know, that's obviously what cloud helps bring. Uh, things like quicker time to market. So, um, you know, being able to build on the cloud platform, but also leverage uh, services that allow innovation that perhaps wasn't possible uh, before or would take a long time to go build. And that wouldn't be necessarily uh, cost efficient for, for companies. Um, things like, uh, of course, building on uh, you know, a secure and reliable cloud. You know, so again, business benefits are you know, around sort of security and reliability. And in a lot of cases, we're seeing that, you know, from a business point of view, they're putting much more um, uh, gravitas on cloud because of the, you know, kind of for the providers like ourselves, such as Microsoft, you know, we, we spend billions and billions of dollars per year thinking about security. Um, and of course, have uh, huge teams that are looking uh, around things like threat models and threat detection. And, and having uh, security at the center of the way we think about things. So, of course, for businesses, being able to talk to their building solutions on a secure and liable platform, you know, and you'll hear things like, of course, this kind of moving and model around moving away from capital expenditure to operating costs. So that sort of overall reduced IT costs, but also the, the complexities, if you imagine within IT of managing uh, an estate of hardware, you know, and that's hard enough in itself trying to look at sort of, you know, sort of uh, three to five year projections and amateurization. But imagine some of the larger companies that are acquiring uh, companies as well and the complexities that brings. So, of course, you know, with with cloud in that page you use on demand, you know, near infinite scale capabilities, again, provide sort of huge business value kind of beyond uh, sort of that traditional capital expenditure. Uh, you know, things like reduced management overhead, you know, so again, moving away from the businesses, having sort of costly uh, investments around managing an estate and moving that to the cloud uh, and spinning up um, hardware and capabilities as needed. And as mentioned a moment ago, I mean, one of the biggest things when you think about that business transformation is moving to that pay-as-you-go pricing model. So that, that really drives new opportunities around innovation and, and revenue streams uh, and you know allows you actually you know in many ways to be able to go up market or down market uh, much more easily because of the the price affinity and the ability to price on that in that prices use model that perhaps wouldn't have been possible uh, more following kind of the traditional licensing and, and on-premise capex model uh, just just you know, because of uh, cost prohibitiveness uh, which kind of goes away in that cloud uh, agile model, if you will. Yeah, and, and also when uh, talking about things like software or hardware refreshes, the cloud completely eliminates that. That's right. That's right. Exactly. You know, cloud, the, the hardware refreshes, the, the maintenance costs of that, 
um, you know, kind of the licensing costs. And then on top of that, of course, is just, you know, making sure that the, the operating systems, for example, that are running on there, uh, you know, are, are running the, the latest uh, patches and security patches and, and so on. So, you know, that's that in itself, you know, kind of being able to offload some of those implications and requirements to the cloud vendors, um, it, it, you know, is just a win-win situation for everyone. Now, tell us about Microsoft's online distribution model called the commercial marketplace. Ah, yeah, uh, super excited. So, you know, as mentioned, I've spent a lot of time in, in uh in Microsoft and building kind of cloud solutions. And, you know, sort of the way I would tee up for the listeners as I start to talk about the commercial marketplace, for those of you who are not familiar with it, I look at the commercial marketplace as being as transformative um, from a business perspective and business transformation as cloud has been from uh, a technology perspective. And, and so just to tee up a few things, again, just to quote some of our friends from, from the analysts, just sort of as we t start to talk about commercial marketplace and this sort of thinking about this notion of online e-commerce distribution. You know, what we're hearing from some of the analysts is that we're seeing huge trends of uh, business buyers that would prepare, prefer to gather their own information online and not interact with a sales rep. So that sort of, that notion of me, you being able to, to sort of sell, serve and explore on our own, you know, it's sort of a huge trend. Uh, and a lot of that, of course, is driven by look at who the actual buyers are. You know, so I think now this year we're seeing uh, more um, millennials in terms of generations than anyone else. And so that changing workforce is also changing the, the sort of the mindset and the buying behavior also. And then what we're also seeing is that uh, we're, we're expecting to see that business to business e-commerce uh, continuing to grow sort of uh, pretty dramatically over the next uh, few years, which of course, uh, you know, given kind of our current environmental situation and, and moving to a kind of remote everywhere uh, environment is, is sort of very, very sort of uh, prevalent uh, in, in people's minds. So, so with all of that sort of precursor, so the Microsoft commercial marketplace, put super simply, the, the marketplace is an online marketplace uh, and distribution model for partners to sell their software solutions and services, number one. And number two, for customers to buy software and solutions and services uh, from that marketplace. And we, we have two storefronts to, to kind of draw attention to. The first in the commercial marketplace is called Azure Marketplace. And this, is, this storefront is predominantly suited for IT professionals looking for technology building blocks, including things like APIs and tooling. And then the second storefront under that commercial marketplace umbrella is called AppSource, which is focused much more on uh, line of business software solutions. So ultimately, in summary, you know, kind of the commercial marketplace uh, has a rich catalog of uh, software solutions and services solving point of mind business problems, if, if you will. Um, and then on top of the two storefronts, I would sort of ground us on thinking about really sort of the the two personas when we think about sort of an online marketplace and uh, in our case, the commercial marketplace, you know, persona number one is the, the publisher. So these are, I uh, think, um, you know, kind of partners that are um, publishing software solutions or services on the marketplace. And then secondly is the buyer. So they think uh, customers who are buying those software solutions and services from the marketplace, solving their, their need, needs. Um, and so, you know, for us, it's, it's 
kind of, I say super exciting because now having you know kind of this this cloud uh, marketplace uh, that allows a new distribution model, we feel is obviously very relevant uh, in terms of the trends and the changing and buying behaviors. Obviously, sort of environmentally, you know, given where we are uh, in the world, you know, obviously it's very relevant in this this kind of remote always world, and also it's disruptive, but also complementary to traditional uh, sales methods, whether it's you know kind of direct sales with with uh, you know kind of your sales teams or leveraging uh, say resellers. So we think it's a it's a it's a good value add, but also uh, you know is providing. Uh, a good opportunity to disrupt and innovate. Yeah, I, I like that model. You know, it kind of reminds me of uh, like the iPhone ecosystem where people are already used to, you know, you go to the store, you buy an app um, and you right. solve a problem. And it sounds like that's what the commercial marketplace does for the Azure platform. Correct. Yeah, that's right. And, you know, and what I would say is it's providing, you know, it's, it's pulling together um, really the, the, the commerce platforms that are traditionally in place that you know and love about working with Microsoft, we're providing, um, you know, not only a storefront and a, a means to uh, publish software solutions and services and, and uh, raise visibility to them, but we're also providing capabilities such as, you know, the ability to commerce, to drive billing. Uh, so we will do that as Microsoft on behalf of the, the publishers working with the, the customers. Um, you know, we're, we're providing, there's a, you know, a, a common request for, for Microsoft is being able to, to be on the Microsoft price box. So in all intents and purposes with the commercial marketplace, you're now appearing effectively on the Microsoft price box because you get visibility, you know, kind of to potential customers, um, but also the, the Microsoft uh, field sellers and our resellers also have access if you opt in. Uh, to be able to sell your software solutions and services on your behalf, so that's that's been you know a, over the years a huge request is you know access to potential customer pipeline from the from the uh, folks that are selling software solutions and services, um, and then having uh, the Microsoft sales teams as an example and the resellers uh, being able to sell those solutions. So with the commercial marketplace, all of that magic be, suddenly becomes uh, available. Um, and you know you, you have the, the you know, kind of basically this new uh, you know digital online marketplace that's providing yet another set of capabilities that is complementary to the, the engagement that you probably already have with Microsoft today as well and sort of that, those traditional selling models. So let's talk a little bit about the partners. Um, can you share a few stories that highlight how businesses have become extremely successful by partnering with Microsoft? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. So, I mean, I'll, I'll generalize a little bit in terms of, you know, kind of um, talking a little bit about how Microsoft thinks about our partner ecosystem, you know, and that covers a broad set of, of sort of um, entities, if you will, you know, kind of for the purposes of this dialogue, you know, I'm thinking about sort of independent software vendors, so companies that build software solutions and sell those software solutions predominantly, and then things like systems integrators that are, uh, you know, kind of really providing capabilities of, of um, uh, really bringing together a complete and uh, uh, package of business solutions, uh, including software solutions and services. And so we generally think about our partner ecosystem as, uh, as enablers and 
uh, the really sort of providing the key capabilities. They ultimately know the domain, the, the, the space, the industry, and so on. So, you know, when, when I talk to Microsoft and when we think about sort of, you know, in this particular case, thinking about, say, cloud, you know, we're providing the platform and services and capabilities, but we look to our partner ecosystem to build on top of our platform. And so, you know, kind of across the board, we've been embracing our partner ecosystem, whether it be, you know, anything from retail to manufacturing uh, to uh, partners who work in the space of, you know, AI to IoT. So we, we work broadly uh, across the, the board, um, but the key and common themes I think is, you know, number one, we want to uh, work with and we value our partner ecosystem. I say they're providing kind of the, the key IP on top of our, our platform and capabilities. Uh, you know, number two, when we partner uh, with um, the, the partners, um, you know, you'll see us thinking about how do we work together, whether it be what we'd call sort of our build with motion. So how do we help them get onto the platform? So we'll, we'll work with that ecosystem on providing sort of best in class advice, if you will, in terms of how to architect their software solutions and how to bring them to the Microsoft Azure cloud and then ultimately uh, deploy them to, to the commercial marketplace uh, to be able to go sell. You'll, you'll hear us talk about go-to-market motion. So we have lots of programs and uh, relationships with partners on working with them around go-to-market motions. Uh, so how do we help them think about readying their solutions in terms of you know, kind of the, uh, anything from awareness of what their solution does to aligning it with an industry to working on marketing campaigns and so on and so forth. And then the third thing uh, we do is think about our kind of co-sell motions. And so, uh, you know, working with our, our sale, sales teams uh, and their sales teams to think about how do we actually get them in front of customers and ultimately make them successful by uh, hopefully selling their software solutions. And so we've traditionally done that through sort of our direct field sellers. Uh, we've done that by working with our reseller channel. And now with the commercial marketplace, what that also does is provide a uniformity and a new go-to-market uh, vehicle, a new e-commerce distribution model with the commercial marketplace to, to really light up across our entire ecosystem worldwide to give them that ability to appear in our storefront, uh, be promoted in our storefront, um, get visibility into uh, to our field teams get that global distribution and reach through the marketplace. So it, with the marketplace, it's, it's, it's basically providing kind of the, the table stakes for everyone to get access to, to Microsoft versus it being about who you know. It's now, if you're on marketplace, that's, that's where you know, all of Microsoft are going to to see you know, what are those best in class uh, software solutions and services from our partner ecosystem that we should be talking about and promoting to our customers. Um, we, of course, I say, can, can sell on behalf of the partners. And we're seeing that, I say, to your question, across the board. You know, so the, the you know, working across the industry with those partners and enabling them across those, those motions, those build with, go to market and co-sell motions and leveraging the commercial marketplace. We're seeing that, you know, you know kind of the key takeaways is that your partners are building in the right way on, on our platform. We're helping them ready the sort of business pitch and talking about who they are through the go-to-market motions. And then in, in the sales motions, we're working with them collaboratively to give them exposure um, to customers, whether that, as I say, be through directly through the, the field teams 
or through our commercial marketplace, giving them that geographical scale um, through being in the storefront. Um, we do a lot of work on the commercial marketplace, helping uh, raise visibility of those published offers through things like marketplace rewards. And that's where we'll work with um, you know, kind of marketing companies, we'll do marketing campaigns, even, uh, you know, Avraham, you've done some work with us also on bringing visibility to those partner solutions. So we're working hard to kind of holistically uh, help our partners from, from kind of, you know, kind of top to bottom, if you will, not only sort of the technical conversations, but also trying to help them in terms of um, selling their solutions. And, you know, I'm glad to say that, you know, with our Microsoft partner ecosystem, that's a thriving partner ecosystem, uh, you know, we're seeing some some great joint results uh, across the, the gamut of uh, different initiatives that we're working on together. Yeah, and like you said, I've had the opportunity of speaking with many of your partners and they all echo uh, the same sentiments that it's a, a very collaborative environment that helps them grow. Yeah, that's good. Let's talk about current events right now and how that's impacting uh, businesses. So COVID-19 has impacted everyone and yeah. we're, you know we're now living in this new normal everybody's working from home uh, dealing with the whole family being home and businesses have been severely impacted can you share with us some of the work you're doing to help partners succeed in today's remote only world yeah i mean you know sort of i'd look i touch upon it for a few ways so i mean there is if i think about sort of the products that we have so of course, you know, thankfully, you know, we, we're able to help in this kind of remote only world. So things like teams uh, come out in terms of, you know, things like uh, being able to provide uh, remote uh, meeting and video conferencing support and messaging and so on and so forth. So, of course, you know, it, it, we've seen huge uptick of, of that. Of course, you know, kind of a lot of people are now in this, this world moving to leveraging the cloud, which is great. So we've been able to play a, a huge part there, which is fantastic, you know, kind of really uh, supporting our, our customers and our partners uh, on their journey to the cloud or for those that are in the cloud, we've been providing help and support there to, to make sure we're keeping the lights on and helping them scale to, to sort of the needs that, that, that they have. Uh, even to, uh, you know, for those of, of us, uh, you know, at home uh, with, with families, of course, we're focusing on things like homeschooling and so on. So the tools I mentioned help there, you know, kind of teams, cloud and so on. And, and our business productivity tools like Office. Uh, so that includes things like, you know, everything from Outlook to, to Word and so on. So, you know, anyone who's probably at home homeschooling is using a full gamut of the, the products and services that we have. And then I, I'll also sort of touch upon some of the fun sides of things. Of course, we also own Xbox. So we're seeing a, a, lot, a lot of usage of Xbox and Xbox Live services. So, so from a sort of a, a, a products and services point of view, I feel super proud about the, the sort of the, the, the gamut of capabilities we have that, that in our current kind of remote everything world, we're able to help kind of keep uh, businesses running. Uh, we're, we're helping sort of educators educate. And then for folks that are trying to stay connected, we're able to do that. Uh, and of course, with fun things like gaming is great. Um, you know, the second piece I would touch upon is just sort of some of the pragmatic work that we've been doing generally at Microsoft and kind of my team. So of course, what we've been able to do, uh, given our sort of, 
footprint in, in terms of technology, but also our connections with partners and customers. Um, you know, too many to name, but sort of at a high level, we've been a lot of work, of course, with the various agencies involved in the COVID-19 response, um, whether that's, uh, you know, helping with, of course, um, testing requirements, um, being able to kind of diagnose, and that could be everything from providing uh, compute capabilities for, for initiatives to working with customers and partners and, and bringing them together to, to deliver solutions that, that we can kind of get out quickly to, to respond uh, to even things like on the manufacturing side. You can imagine there's kind of a big logistical challenge on things like supply chain and so on. So there's lots of initiatives that are going on in terms of how can we share some of our, our learnings from a technology, but also from a, a commercial perspective around things like supply chain. Of course, we have our, you know, a lot of our retail stores and we have things like the surface devices and so on. So we're, we have a pretty uh, uh, kind of broad set of capabilities generally around sort of manufacturing and supply chain. So we've been able to get involved in sort of sharing some of our insights or, of course, getting involved in consortiums uh, around that. So lots of stuff going on. And then the third thing I would talk upon uh, is also the Microsoft commercial marketplace. So, of course, in this, this kind of remote everything world, uh, we've seen, uh, you know, kind of a lot of uh, software companies lighting up on the Microsoft commercial marketplace, using it as a distribution vehicle to get their software solutions out there. And so um, we've been spending a lot of time, of course, on the, the healthcare side, working with um, software companies to get their COVID-19 response type solutions up on the, the commercial marketplace. Uh, we're seeing similar things, of course, on the manufacturing side and more and more and more we're seeing sort of across uh, industries, um, uh, companies using the commercial marketplace as a means to quickly uh, be able to deploy, um, bring visibility and distribute uh, software solutions. So that's sort of three of the main things I would talk to, but super busy and but super proud that we're able to play a small part in, in helping kind of in our current situation. Awesome. And I've actually had the opportunity to speak to a few of those uh, partners that have been uh, working on the COVID solutions in healthcare. So yeah. yeah, I got to hear it from them firsthand. So that's awesome. Yeah. So Paul, I've really enjoyed hearing the success stories about the commercial marketplace. Um, for people considering joining the Microsoft partnership, how transformative is the commercial marketplace in helping people scale and grow their business? Yeah, you know, look, I would say, as with anything, I think it's, you know, it's important for people to make their own opinions. So I'd encourage people to go learn more and try it. Uh, if you know, from from Microsoft's perspective and my perspective, you know, obviously I'm living and breathing in the commercial marketplace and working with with our partners, moving them there. You know, as I said earlier on, you know, I see uh, the commercial marketplace as transformative for businesses, as cloud has been for, for technology. I mean, we're providing you know, a, a, an online distribution model. Uh, we're, we're, we're taking a lot of the heavy lifting away, uh, you know, around things like procurement and billing that is just, just hard. Um, we're providing, you know, the, we're removing things like vendor proliferation by bringing kind of best-in-class partner solutions um, to the storefront to help our customers uh, in terms of their buying decisions. But we're also, this is a geo scale, right? So, you know, we have thousands and thousands and thousands of, of transactable offers uh, up in the commercial marketplace. So that's software solutions up there deployed that can be bought by customers. Um, you know, we're seeing millions and millions of unique visitors coming to the commercial marketplace. So when you think about, you know, one of the biggest requests from 
from uh, our eco partner ecosystem is, is getting leads and opportunities from customers. We now, through the commercial marketplace and the digital campaigns that we're driving, we're driving uh, basically a new means uh, for, for potential uh, pipeline of, of revenue through the marketplace. So that's huge. You know, it's a new uh, you know, economic opportunity um, for the partners beyond their traditional uh, sales motion. So that's, you know, that's fantastic. And, you know, we're seeing at the moment, I think I heard the other day, uh, 198 of the top 200 Azure customers deploy their solutions through the Azure marketplace. So, you know, it, it, it's huge. Uh, you know, we continue to, to grow. Uh, you know, I would say, again, you know, I, I'm, I'm, of course, living and breathing the, the dream and, uh, uh, as you can tell, a huge believer in it. But, you know, I would just encourage people to go learn more. And, you know, the great thing is that you, you won't be fast movers now. I mean, the, the, the commercial marketplace is becoming relatively mature now. You know, we continue to innovate, of course. Um, but there's lots of, if you go up to, uh, you know, kind of Azure.com and take a look at either the Azure marketplace, if you're much more of a slant towards sort of IT uh, building blocks, um, or if you're looking for software solutions, go take a look at AppSource, go take a look and you'll see, um, you know, kind of the broad gamut in the catalog itself of partner offerings that are up there. And, and as mentioned, you know, we're seeing huge, huge uptick of customers uh, buying the solutions from marketplace. A couple of things I would also note is that, you know, this is, this is the marketplace itself is built on um, you know, a lot of the existing uh, infrastructure that we had. So, um, you know, whilst the storefront and the UI may look new, the underpinnings around sort of the everything from kind of the commerce platform to thinking about the legalities and so on, paperwork is, is, is building upon our institution and what we have. Um, and just, you know, in terms of the, the revenue opportunities that are coming through in terms of um, the purchasing of solutions, you know, we're, we're now in the millions of dollars of transactions that are coming through the marketplace. So we're seeing large transactional uh, amounts. And if, yes, absolutely. The other question we get is, you know, is it, is it relevant and applicable for large uh, complex solutions? Absolutely. You know, we, we, it, it is. And we're also seeing, as I say, sort of large uh, transactional revenue amounts coming through. So go check it out. You know, I think go learn more and, you know, uh, super excited to, hopefully get more and more uh, uh, partners and customers uh, moving towards that, that publishing and that buying experience on the commercial marketplace. And where can people go to learn more about the commercial marketplace? Yeah, so a few things to go look at. So I mentioned before, uh, you know, kind of the, go, go look at Azure.com and on, off Azure.com, you can take a look at either the uh, Azure marketplace or app source, number one. Uh, also, go, go take a look at uh, aka.ms slash sell-through-marketplace. So there's lots of great collateral there that you can go learn from. And, of course, just feel free if you want. You can follow me on LinkedIn. So go look at me on LinkedIn on Paul J. Marr, or you can follow me on Twitter, uh, Paul J. F. Marr. So uh, if you want to follow up on that, or even just drop me an email at paul.marr at microsoft.com if you want to learn more. But uh, you know, go, go look at azure.com, Azure Marketplace, azure.com slash uh, app source, and then go look at aka.ms slash sell through marketplace. Great. And I'll post all that to the show notes. Awesome. So people don't have to remember all those URLs. They just <laughs> click on it. Fantastic. Awesome. Paul, do you have any parting words of wisdom that you'd like to share with the audience? 
Yeah, you know, it's great discussion, by the way, Avraham, as always. It's, uh, as predicted, it's been super fun. Uh, so I appreciate the opportunity to come on to today. You know, I think that whether you're moving to the cloud or whether you're uh, looking at the commercial marketplace, learn, learn from others, lots of proven capabilities to go learn. Uh, go, go consume the information, go explore. And then in the case of uh, commercial marketplace, which is probably a little newer, then um, cloud and Azure. Uh, go, go check out those links. Uh, go leverage the reading materials. And uh, the great thing is we have lots of great partner stories up there as well. So go, go learn from our partners. Awesome. Paul, thank you so much for sharing your time and your wisdom. I really enjoyed having you on the show. Awesome. Thanks so much. <laughs>